Hello and welcome to Housing Bikes, the show where I speak to people working in and around the housing sector about the challenges we all face in our day-to-day working lives. I'm your host, Scott McKinvan, and I have two decades of experience working for housing associations, most recently Clarion and now running my own consultancy. Today I'm joined by Nikki Duckworth, who is Head of Operations at Entitled2, which is the leading benefits calculator for housing associations and more. In this episode, I'm speaking to Nikki about the benefits calculator, the affordability calculator, and the budgeting tool, and how they can be used for housing associations and local authorities in supporting residents. Now, a quick disclaimer, before we get into this, I do currently work with Entitled2, two days a week, in helping their housing association clients. Let's get into this episode of Housing Bites. Welcome, Nikki, to Housing Bites. Hello. How are you, Scott? Really good. Really good. Uh, Looking forward to uh, talk to you today to find out a bit about Entitled2, some of the products and services uh, that you offer, um, and some of the unique areas that I think you have some expertise in. So, Nikki, let's start straight away. Tell tell us who Entitled2 are. We are a company who've been around for about 23 years. We are the leading online benefit calculator provider. So what that means in real terms is we calculate welfare benefits using an online tool to help people. Fantastic. And I, I do know a little bit in but entitled to a little bit of, I suppose, awareness for everyone. I, I do work for you a couple of days a week, don't I? But even before that, we, we work quite closely together because I love the tool so much. I brought it into what was Affinity Sutton and, and then Clarion at the time. So I know how you can embed some of these products and services into the things. T- tell me about some of the clients that, that you, you deal with. So as you've uh, already mentioned, we do a lot of housing association work. Our initial tools were sold to some very big charities. So we have Age UK and Macmillan to name two of them. We also do a lot of work with local authorities. Obviously, they have a legal duty. They provide housing benefit and council tax support. So they're a good foundation to work with. And and tell me, how many calculations go through your your calculators on a on a I don't know? Do you do monthly, weekly, daily? So, Annie, we do a review each year, and we've gone up to about six million now in the last financial year, which is is quite a lot. And they're largely self service, so it is really helpful to people, and they are anonymous, which means that you know you're putting in data somewhere that it's secure. Nobody knows your details. And you're getting out some really valuable information that can help you and your household. Yeah, no, it's it's really important that, isn't it, that people claim benefits that they're entitled to. But for a lot of people, it's so complicated and so confusing. Um, and my experience is, is the tool makes that journey a lot easier for people. Yeah, we really hope so. As you know, you know, local government budgets are really squeezed, as are government budgets and housing associations. And obviously, charities are feeling the squeeze, particularly at the moment with the cost of living crisis. Enabling people to self-serve rather than have advisor-led functionality is, is key to that. With it being anonymous, it means that people feel that they can participate in something. And if you're a bit reluctant to tell someone else about your finances, it really does help you on your journey. And with the mm. 6 million calculations, we do drive out, you know, bugs or you know glitches where the journey isn't as smooth as it could be so it really is a well thought out and well tried and tested journey to get the best results for people yeah with some inside knowledge here, i can see the amount of effort that goes behind the scenes in actually ensuring that it's it's right all the time because there's a lot of changes that happen in, in benefits isn't there yeah i was i've been in benefits over 30 years now and really you used to just change once a year and then the government 
change whole schemes. So the latest one, let's say latest, it's been around 10 years, is universal credit. It tended to be gradual, but with COVID now with the cost of living, there's a huge number of changes coming in, you know, all designed to help people. But people, if you don't know that they're coming and you don't know the difference that can make to you, it is difficult, as you say, to access it. So that we try and make it as accessible as possible and uh, keep on top of all of the changes that the lovely government bring to us. Yeah, and it's really good to see the work that the team does in that in keeping um, up to date on a regular basis. Um, and we're about to come into a period, aren't we, in, in the new year where there's there's a worry about people moving over to universal credit too soon. Am I right in that? Yeah, so universal credit is uh, a change from, we call them legacy benefits. It's not an official phrase, but it's widely used. So the government wants to move everyone to universal credit and there's something called managed migration, whereby you will get a letter telling you that you're old benefits are coming to an end and you need to apply for universal credit for the support that the government will give you. From January to April, we are suggesting that you look at what you will be entitled to and leaving it till after April because benefits are uprated in April by the government every year. That's always happened. And If you go before April, any additional benefit will be based on what you would get before April. And with uh, the, you know, it's gone up a lot this year. And hopefully if we leave it to claim until after April, you'll be better off. Um, and I'm right, the calculator actually um, gives people a bit of information, doesn't it? If, they, if they're unsure what to do, there's a lot of information buttons there that, that either give warnings or just say, find out a bit more before you jump. Absolutely. And uh, our colleague Wendy spends a lot of time writing these journeys and making sure that we're giving the best advice for everybody in individual circumstances. It's not a blanket policy. It might mean you have to read a couple of pages, but it's really for your best interest. And if you're supporting someone else doing it, it's in their best interest that you just take that extra bit of time to do that. And, and we've seen numerous improvements uh, with the tool this year. We, we were just having a chat this morning, weren't we? Um, I can't remember how many is on, on the list, but there's a lot, isn't there? There's a lot of changes that have happened. There really are a lot of changes this year, but there are a lot of changes every year. So as we've already spoken about, we've got universal credit managed migration guidance. We've got minimum income floor, which is a phrase unique to universal credit is the best way Mm. to describe it. But it's for self-employed claimants. And we've done a lot of work around that. And that's coming in. In terms of helping people, as you know, Scott, people are more likely to be working remotely. So it's it's less easy to lean across a desk and say, oh, how do you do this to someone? So we've brought in a load of video resources for our clients and users, which have been ably done by yourself with your lovely disposition to train people in <laughs> doing things like that. So we're always trying to add. And we also, we invite our clients to webinars so that they can stay on top of what's going on. We try and make them current. So we've recently had one about the autumn statement, which also we then chatted about the changes to the calculator so the clients can stay on top of what we're doing. We try and keep everything relevant to the groups. As I say, we've got a lot of different groups and what's really interesting for housing might not be really interesting for local authorities. So we have council tax support webinars, which are very much directed at local authorities and and they really join in. But we are really lucky that a lot of our clients are really engaged and we spend a lot of time working with them and finding out what they would like to hear from us and how they can join in. Yeah, no, the webinars have, uh, have have been really great. I know we did one specifically for housing associations um, earlier in the year. And that's where they shared their use of the affordability calculator, how they used it in their everyday working life. Because 
Housing associations, we think they're all the same. They're not. They do things slightly differently. And it was a really great way of learning from one another. I and mean, we know that a lot of houses have took stuff away and said, actually, can we implement that? How can we do that? Can we test that? Which was really good to see. Yeah, I think you have all of the groups where you assume you might assume that they will work in a similar way. I mean, the housing one was particularly successful because they're a very engaged group of individuals with some real sort of thought leadership in that area. And we are lucky that they're happy to jump on. We all always, in any group scenario, you'll always have people who'll speak more like you and I, Scott, uh, we're never backward in coming forward. But the idea, and you know, it was facilitated well, is that everybody can speak. And if and even if you hear something, you can hop, just drop us a line afterwards and we can put each other in touch because, you know, this, it's similar with local authorities, but in this particular instance with the housing associations, you've got massive organisations like Clarion and Home Group, or you've got tiny little organisations, but that doesn't mean the best practice doesn't translate and the understanding. And, you know, where you've got a lot more people in an organisation, you've got a bigger area to bounce ideas off. And we're just helping, you know, bring that to the smaller organisations, which is really positive. And the local authorities, you know, as you know, some of them, we deal with their housing stock as well. And they they come on and they have a different perspective because obviously a lot of your housing association experience is with people who were ex-local authority. So that a lot of our housing associations take housing stock. So we have tools that sort of work with them as well along the homelessness prevention tools. So, yeah, we cover a lot of areas. Yeah, it's really good seeing those those different tools and how they're implemented in different, if you like, ways of working. It was really interesting when we did some training for some housing associations this year. I've just done some review of some information this morning and they've seen a doubling of usage since the staff have been trained. Um, and that's one of the key benefits of being a client, isn't it? That you get opportunities to have your staff trained in terms of using these tools. We know that we can do things, we can do it so they're digital first, um, so people are doing it um, self-service, but also it's really helpful if you have teams who want to support people further. Um, they can have information to hand, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with my 30 years of experience in the benefits world, benefits is complicated and it's got no easier. When you're working with vulnerable people or not vulnerable people and you have the ability to help sit down and be with somebody just remembering all that information on top of everything else that you have to do is a huge amount which is why with the calculators all of the information is in there and if you don't know the answer each question has a help page so it can guide you through so all the advisors are supported as well as you know as if you're doing it individually and you can download the pages. So, for example, employment support allowance is a really complex benefit with varying different ways of receiving it. And But we have lots of help pages. You can download them. You can keep them. You can print them. You know, teach yourself a little bit about it, but you don't have to remember it all because we do that for you and it's all built in for the journey. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love the help pages. I use them all the time because I'm not a welfare benefits expert. So it's really good to, to have them there. And just the pointers, just the information and actually the links if there's further information that you need as well. One of the things that I was thinking about is is we've we've done training, we've, we've got videos for people as well. I was just thinking, as, as you were saying, that there was a couple of clients that um, I've worked with um, and using the affordability tool, 
And one has uh, said to me that it's been amazing in terms of the ability to have conversations with with residents. It makes it easier when talking about money, when you've got some information in front that you can have a talk about rather than it being very cold. So that's been really good to see. And also another client has managed to increase, well, to 100% of all new tenancies are now having um, a pre-tenancy interview because they've got the information in front of them and it's much easier to to have those conversations with people so that has to be a win not only for the housing association as a client but also in terms of the staff and the residents in terms of making their jobs a little bit easier i think it really does doesn't it i mean as when we speak to them just the sheer happiness from a lot of our clients about what we do (laughs) and how we streamline their processes talking to people about money is never enjoyable i collected poll tax back in the day for my sins and and, you know it's hard and people don't enjoy talking about it and when you're looking people are desperate for housing and they want housing and if you can exactly as you say if you can start a conversation they can fill it in online then it comes through to the staff and they can look at it and they can gauge how they feel about it you know is it is it uh, you know there there is these people are in good shape the tenancy looks like it will run it's okay if if they look like they're going to need support you know successful tenancies are about making sure the right people get the right support and then you know rent is paid housing is maintained well and and families thrive and that that's what you're aiming for and that's the idea of the tool really is to keep the sustainment so that you direct your resources where they're needed yeah that's absolutely the right thing we want to do we want to sustain tenancies we want to make it easier for people and where support is uh, needed that it can be easily if you like accessed all the reasons why known as well so it seems to be certainly from my point of view it's a real win for everybody and you don't have to have all of that knowledge behind you because you've got a whole team that's giving that knowledge yeah absolutely and and as i said the different affordabilities can be set up differently so as we've already said lots of housing associations work in lots of different ways they have different criteria set by their boards or how they feel you know how the team feel and we work with them with that don't we and to try and get the best outcome so they understand what the criteria for the affordability is based on some of them have refusal policies and some of them where they are local authorities have you know non-refusal policies and in scotland you can't so there are different wordings on the the end and there is different messaging whether it's done internally to tell you where to pop the results in your CRM system or to display to the customer to explain to them what what the likelihood is of them receiving a property and what the next part of procedure is so there's a lot of information and a lot of customization to make sure it, it really does hit for both the staff and the user. Now, that customization is, is great because you can embed it into your workflows as well and you can turn some items on, some items off, or even we could develop stuff uh, as well. And that's been one of the real um, interesting insights for, for me is seeing how some of that development work goes on. And and thinking across the country, it's not just in England, is it? As, as you mentioned, Scotland earlier, it's Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. And there's all a little bit of different different tweaks that happen in those areas, isn't there? Yeah, each, um, well, Northern Ireland particularly has a very separate benefit system, which we do cover. And the tool is postcode driven. So we know we know where you're coming from once you've popped your postcode in. It's not something we save, but we do we do need it 
for a lot of information. Scotland and Wales have different council tax support schemes to England. England has over 300 individual ones. Wales has one scheme. Scotland has one scheme. And also Scotland have added in a whole load of new benefits because obviously they're as a devolved government, they're quite generous in terms of welfare, which is great. And we cover all of those benefits as well. So we've got their new adult disability payments this year and child support payments that have been increased. And all of those are covered off in the calculator without having to do anything. And and also yeah. we have a panel at the end. So where you work with us, we can personalize a panel that says do you want more support pop in links that the customer would like you know contact us if you know all there is a whole raft of different versions of that but the idea is that the, if you want the customer to come back to you it says that if you want them to go to look for support elsewhere it can say that but it's all very customizable at the end yeah, I think that's the real call to action, isn't it? If anyone's listening to this and they think, oh, look, I need to have a, a benefit calculator. I need to have something not only that's self-serve, but also I need something from, from my teams as well, is really to, to get in touch with either Nikki or myself. And and we can run through in terms of the options that you have. And and also it's interesting looking about how, how you work on a day-to-day basis and how would you implement this. And when we do start talking to people, we can show, if you like, more of the customization that's that's available and even say test it uh, for a bit use it and if there's bits that your teams come back and say oh we're not sure about this or how do we do that or it'd be really nice to have that that's really when some bits can be turned on can't they and say look this is this is what we've already got there or even no we haven't got it but let's develop it let's look at making it happen yeah absolutely i mean we've got some work cross crossing over from one of our other products at the moment for a client they want to be able to upload load documents into the affordability which we're looking at doing for them another client wanted uh, a declaration page which is something we've been able to add this year to affordability so that the customer effectively signs off and understands what what the implication of the data that they've put in so all the time as you say people come to us with ideas and say wouldn't it be nice if and we'll say okay yeah funny you should mention that we do that in a different tool for a different thing and we try and bring it across or we try and invent it but again listening to how people work it really does inform us how do people find out more about becoming a client, Nikki? Well, we have a public-facing website, so you can come on there and you can see the tool. We have a list on there of all of the tools that we offer and how they can help individual organisations. Obviously, as we've said, it's we cover a wide range. But if you're looking at housing tools, obviously, we've got the calculator, which is our core tool and is really great to have on your website for your tenants to access. And then you can work with them because you can retrieve those calculations got the budgeting tool which is a one page income and expenditure again valuable when you're looking at collecting rent and the affordability tool some people work with it pre-tenancy to see whether it's or not a tenancy would be affordable and that's configured in various ways but also it can be used as when you've got issues in tenancy sustainability you can hop in and see if that if ongoing that's going to be the best place for that person to stay and how they're going to manage that so we have all the details on the calculator and we have a lovely contact us form which you can fill in and you will be responded to by lovely fiona or of course you can contact me directly uh, on my email which is nikki n-i-c-k-i at entitled to.co.uk 
we'll make sure we put various links um, in some of the uh, comment part on the on the pod as well. Well, look, Nikki, I'm looking at the time that we've done, and we try and keep uh, these Housing Bite podcasts to only around about 15 minutes. But you're right, we could talk about this all afternoon. It's a passion. But we won't. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, can I say thanks very much for, for joining us today? And, yeah, we look forward to hearing the comments from people. Oh, thanks very much for having me, Scott. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>